What is up, guys, and welcome back to another edition of Coach's Corner with Jeremy Riga. I'm your host, Jeremy Riga. Now, as promised, I told you we were going to start the Be the Best Player series, and that's exactly what we're going to do tonight. And for those of you that have been keeping up with the YouTube channel, I released a video about this. I believe it was on Friday, and so in today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the things that I covered in that video. Now, this series that I decided to do, the Be the Best Player series, I did it because I think it's so important for players to realize the potential that they have. And there are certain characteristics that I believe go into being the best player that you could be. And, you know, that's why I decided to do this series. I wanted to give players the tools to be exactly the best player that they could be. Because a lot of these kids, they go through the motions of playing the game and... That's not how I want my players to be. That's not how I want any players to be. I want players that want to do well. I want players that want to be the best player that they possibly could be. And, you know, there are certain skill sets that it takes to really be the best player that you can be. And that's exactly why I did this series. Before I dive into it, I just want to say to you guys, I'm really sorry that it's taken me so long to upload this episode. It's been pretty, pretty crazy with Arsenal. I'm really busy with the club. I'm really busy with my two teams. But I wouldn't have it any other way, and I told you guys... I would get it done by the end of the weekend, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. I just wanted to apologize because I know it's taken much longer than it usually does. Usually I'm done with all my episodes by at least Saturday, so I am a day late, so I apologize for that. But anyway, I just wanted to apologize, but let's get right into it. So the topic of today's episode... It's going to be having a good attitude. And, you know, it it may sound kind of obvious when it comes to the game of soccer or any sport for that matter. I believe a lot of people are going to say, well, don't you always have to have a positive attitude? Yes, you, you do have to have a positive attitude. But there are certain things that I believe, especially in the world of sports, that go into having a positive attitude. And I'm going to give you three tips on how you can maintain a positive attitude when it comes to sports and when it comes to life in general, really. And I said this in my video as well, and... I truly believe that this is true. You know, a lot of these things that I speak about in my videos and in my podcasts 
a lot of this stuff may it goes into real life. It ties into many more things outside of sports. I say this all the time because it's true. You know, sports is a very small part of life. Obviously, for me, it's a very big part of life, but there are many other things that go into life that I think people sometimes lose sight of, especially when they're an athlete and they really want to do well in their particular sport, whether that be soccer, whether it be football, basketball, baseball, hockey, whatever, you know, a lot of these athletes, they get so caught up in the fact that, oh, I want to be the best athlete in my sport, that they forget that there are so many things that go along with doing that, that pertain to things outside of life, and I think having a positive attitude, whether it be in your sport or whether it be things you do outside of your sport. It's just so important. And the first, the first thing that I'm going to give you when it comes to having a positive attitude is strictly maintaining to sports. And that is you have to be a team player. You know, a lot of these kids, like I said, they have this idea of, oh, I want to be the best player in my sport. And like I said, that's all well and good, but at the end of the day, when you're playing a sport, guess what? It's not about you. Yes, I want you to do well. Yes, you're one of my athletes, so of course I want to see you thrive in your sport. I want to see you thrive and go on to do really good things. But at the end of the day, a lot of these kids forget. Guess what? Whatever sport you play, it's a team sport. And you have to have that team sport mentality when it comes to being on a team. Because they always say a team is only as good as their weakest link. Guess what? You don't want to be that weakest link. You want to be somebody that adds depth to your team. You want to be somebody who adds value to your team. And a big part of having a good attitude is keeping that team first mentality. And I'll tell you why. Number one, it's going to give you a sense of humility. And you might be asking yourself, well, what do you mean by that? And... What I mean by that is it it will keep you grounded to the point where you don't look at it as something like, oh, I want to be the best player. Okay, that's great. But some of the best players, even though they know they're probably the best players in their sport, for example, you look at Lionel Messi or... You look at Cristiano Ronaldo, or you look at LeBron James, or Tom Brady, or Aaron Rodgers. They know that they're some of the best athletes in their respective sports. But they are also team players. They have to be, because they're leaders. And a lot of these players that have 
the team first mentality. They're the ones that make the good leaders because they're the ones that put their team first. And when you're able to do that, not only does it make you a better player because it makes people look at you and say, you know what, not only does he have the intangibles to do well on the field, but he thinks about other people or she thinks about other people besides herself or himself. And that's a big thing. It really is. I don't think people realize how big of a deal that really is. You know, if you don't have humility, you're not going to be a good athlete because the thing is, people look at the exit and O's of their sport. And believe me, I get it. As a coach, I do the same thing. You know, do I want to win games? Yes. Do I know that it takes a team effort to win games? Absolutely. Is it hard to remember that sometimes? Yes, and I get that. And, you know, I also understand that a lot of these kids that play club soccer, they want to go on to do bigger and better things, which is great. I commend everybody that wants to go on from club soccer or from high school soccer to go play college and from college to go play in the pros. I understand that these kids want more for themselves. I understand that it's a big deal for them. I mean, I can't tell you how many times that I've said to my players, you know, I understand that you want to do well and you want to be the best, but you also have to realize that it's not about you. And I can't tell you how many times I've had players tell me, well, coach, I want this team to do well. Well, okay, that's great. You want the team to do well. So do I. But you know what? If you have a piss-poor attitude about it, it doesn't matter if you want the team to do well. Because unless you as a coach can get your entire team to buy into the fact that it's about the team and not about individual accolades or individual success, It's going to be very hard for you to build a successful team. And that's what kids don't realize. And that's where you as a coach have to have the mentality that it's your responsibility to really get players to buy into the team first mentality. If you're able to do that and you're able to get players to buy into that attitude, guess what? It's only going to make your job that much easier because collectively they will do better as a team. And for you as a coach, if you can develop that kind of mindset from each one of up to 18 players, it's going to make your job very easy because they buy into the system. They buy into what you're trying to get through to them. And really, it's about the team. 
and that's why that mindset is so vitally important. The other thing is this, this is mainly for athletes, but it also pertains to coaches as well. And that is to stay focused on what you're trying to accomplish. And again, you might be saying to yourself, well, yeah, no kidding, I need to stay focused. Well, you would be surprised as a coach how many times I see athletes who, you know, they want the best out of themselves. They want the best out of their teams, but they don't have the focus to actually do well. And it drives me crazy when I hear coaches say, well, it is what it is. You know, we, you have what you have, and that's just something that you have to realize. Well, that's all well and good, but as a coach, I think it's really important to try to get the best out of your players. I mean, if you don't, what are you doing at the end of the day? At the end of the day, if we get into coaching, it's for one reason and one reason only, maybe two at most. Number one, it's because we love the sport. And the second reason is because we love teaching kids. But part of teaching kids is teaching kids the right mentality. And, you know, obviously different coaches have different ideas of what the right mentality is. And quite frankly, it's up to you to decide what the right mentality is. But I can tell you one thing. If you want players to have a positive attitude, part of that has to do with you as a coach getting them to stay focused. And for those of you that are just getting into coaching, you might be saying to yourself, well, why is it so important for them to stay locked in for the entire season. And for those of you that are already in coaching and you've been there for quite a while, you're probably laughing at that statement because you realize how vitally important it actually is. But like I said, for those of you that are just getting into coaching and you're asking yourself, well, why is he talking about the the importance of staying focused on a goal when it pertains to maintaining a positive attitude. My answer to that is this. You have to look at a soccer season as something that is going to stress your athletes physically and mentally. But if you can get them to stay focused on something, number one, it's going to give them the opportunity to really move forward during the course of the season. Because if you say to them, for instance, okay, I want you to work on this individually, and I want you all to work on this collectively, then, you know, it gives them some it gives them something to focus on. And believe me when I tell you, that's a big thing because a lot of these athletes, especially at the older ages, they lose focus very quickly. And 
part of that is because a lot of these kids are in high school. They just, they want high school to be over. They want club to be over. They want to get into the college scene. They want to go off and do their own things. I get that. And as coaches, we all get that. We all understand that. We know that it's not easy going into your junior and senior year because you're so close to being done with high school and you've been doing it for the last four years. You know what you've been working for. You know where you're trying to go. You're almost there, but you still have work to do. And for kids, that's really hard. And I realize that. And I'm not naive to that. That's why it's so important as a coach that you get them to really focus in on what they're trying to accomplish. Like I said, it's not only individually, but it's also collectively as a team. Okay, what am I trying to accomplish, you know, individually? Okay, let's focus on that. But now what about what are we trying to accomplish collectively as a team? Are we trying to win a certain number of games? Are we trying to, you know, focus on minute details that really are part of the intricate perspectives of soccer such as first touches, such as technical abilities are we trying to get better in that aspect you know as a coach you're going to know your team better than anybody else knows your team so that's why it's so very important that you look at your team and you evaluate them each and every week or each and every day for that matter if you if you know you have a practice for three, four days a week, which, you know, the hard thing, especially when it comes to club soccer, is the fact that, you know, the season is a grind. So if you have one team that you you know practices three days a week, you need to evaluate, you need to be evaluating them each practice and you need to assess them and you need to say to them, okay, this is what I noticed as a team in our last game and in our last practice, this is what I want you to work on as a team. If you can get them to do that as a team, then you can focus on the individual aspect of what each individual player needs to work on. Like I said before, you need players that develop a team-first mentality. And, you know, you're going to have one or two players on your squad that are going to really take that leadership role. And if you're one of those players... That's why it's so important that you do maintain that team-first mentality because, you know, you need to get them to buy into whatever your coach is trying to instill in them. And if you're a leader of a team, 
You might not always agree with what your coach says, and that's okay. But if you're a leader of your team, it's so vitally important that you not only you buy into it, but you get the rest of your teammates to buy into it as well. Because again, it's it's not about whether or not you believe in it. Quite frankly, it it really does not matter if you buy into it or not. And I don't mean to sound like a rough person when I say that, but it really doesn't matter whether or not you buy into it because, again, it's not about you, it's about the team. So if you can get the rest of your teammates to buy into whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, and you can get them to focus on that particular goal, it's only going to make you better as a squad. And really, if if you can get that done and then your coach says, okay, this is what I want you to work on individually, then you can go from there. And, you know, the nice thing about individual training is a lot of the stuff that we cover, you can do at home, whether that be running to stay in shape, whether that be juggling, I don't care what it is, but it's so important that as a player that you develop the, I don't know what the word is, but you develop the desire to want to grow as a player outside of your coaches telling you, hey, you need to do the work, especially if you're at that age where you're old enough to know that you need to be able to do things on your own. And if you're able to do that, guess what? It's going to make you such a better soccer player. And for most players, they say that's what it's all about is becoming the greatest soccer player to play the game. Now, is that realistic? No, not really, but that's what a lot of these kids aspire to be. And that takes me into my last point. I only have about seven minutes left, so I'm going to keep this quite short because the last point is important, but it's not something that I want players to be hyper-focused on because, you know, there are many other things that are more important in my mind, but I think this does have a lot to do with having a positive attitude, and that is this. If you have goals that you're trying to accomplish, always try to make bigger goals for yourself. So if you have a smaller goal, look at the bigger picture, right? And shoot for something bigger. Because if you do that, it'll make you want to get better and it will create that desire to get better. You know, I've said in prior videos on my YouTube channel, And I think I've said it here on this podcast as well in prior episodes, but, you know, I want people 
to be realistic about their goals, but I also want people to strive to one-up themselves when it comes to what they're trying to accomplish in life. Because if you try to achieve greater things than what you set your mind to do, it's going to put a fire in your belly and it's going to make you want to succeed that much more. Are these goals that you've set for yourself always attainable? No. Are you going to be successful each and every time? No. But that's all part of the learning curve. So if you really want to maintain that positive attitude, you know, it's so important that you develop this sense of, okay, I know I set this goal for myself, but I want more. Because I'll be honest with you, the minute you don't have the drive and determination to achieve greatness is the minute that you need to stop playing or coaching whatever sport you might be playing or coaching because... I want kids that want to go that extra mile. I want kids that want to achieve greater than what they think they're capable of. Is it going to be realistic every time? No, absolutely not. And that's what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's better to achieve, it's better to want to do something bigger than it is to say okay I'm okay being mediocre and for me I strive to be a better coach each and every day and part of me being a better coach each and every day is knowing that I have what it takes to be a better coach, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to stop just because I achieved my goal. I'm always going to say, you know what, I'm going to do better because I do. I, I want to become a better coach tomorrow than I was today. Or I want to become a better coach Monday than I was on Sunday. Or... Tuesday than I was on Monday. You know, you always want to to set the bar higher for yourself because in my mind, mediocrity is not an option. And I don't want athletes on my team that are okay with just being mediocre athletes. I want kids that are going to go out there each and every day and bust their butts for 80 minutes on the soccer field. And I want kids that have the character to maintain a positive attitude even when things are not going the right way. And as a coach, that's your job to get them to buy into that theory. Because guess what? You're not going to win every game. Every coach that coaches the game of 
soccer or any other sport, we know that we're not going to win every game. We know that. And I don't think any coach will tell you, oh, I expect to win every game because it's just not realistic. But if you can get your players to have a positive attitude about things, it's going to make your job a hell of a lot easier. And if you're a player, you should want to have a positive attitude. And if you follow those three steps, it's going to really help you maintain that positive attitude, both on and off the pitch. Well, that's it for me, guys. If you like this episode, please follow the podcast, Coach's Corner with Jeremy Rika. You can also check out the video on YouTube that um, follows these three steps as well. Just go to YouTube, type in Coach's Corner with Jeremy Rika. I will bring you another episode next week along with another YouTube video as well. I hope you all had a great weekend. If you want to hear more, please go to www.coachamrica.com. You can find all my videos as well as each and every episode of my podcast there. I appreciate you guys for listening. Like I said, I hope you all had a great weekend, and I will talk to you guys next week. Till then, this is Jeremy Rika saying so long and have a great night. Bye-bye.